Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Faster Mike, good evening, it's half past five and this is update for Friday the 20th of January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sport, business, sea watch and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person. Tonight, 12 local footballers aim to raise £50,000 for a local charity with an Arctic challenge. The latest on the Dr Ranson Tribunal, the panel has been hearing from witnesses. The Health Minister agrees with concerns over lack of detail in Ireland's health service. There has been a surge in the number of people speaking Manx. The only way is up for rates in Peel. And the FC Isle of Man manager is relishing the underdog title against the league leaders tomorrow. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. Now with the time at 5.31, let's get the latest headlines with Simon Richardson. Faster my Simon. Faster my. A tribunal considering the payment the island's former medical director will receive after being unfairly dismissed from her role has been hearing evidence from pension experts. The panel's been hearing from witnesses as it considers how much compensation Dr Rosalind Ranson will receive. Both parties called experts to discuss the sum they believe Dr Ranson would need to offset the loss of pension she'll experience due to her unfair dismissal. Police are trying to locate a 78-year-old man from Douglas. Joseph Rice has been missing from Ballinard Court at the bottom of Johnny Watterson's Lane for some time. Officers say they're very concerned for his welfare. Anyone who sees him is urged to call 999 immediately or email police at gov.im. And final preparations are underway for a 110-kilometre trek to the Arctic Circle to raise funds for a local mental health charity. Expedition Limitless has been coordinated by human performance specialist Omnia Mind and will be undertaken by a team of 12 hardy volunteers who aim to raise £50,000 for the Isle Listen charity. News from further afield, several countries have promised to send air defence systems to Ukraine, but there's still no final decision from Germany on tanks Kiev's been crying out for. Berlin's defence minister says it stands ready to move quickly if there's broad agreement on the Leopard vehicles. An American man who stalked Claire Foy has agreed to return to the US where he'll continue treatment for paranoid schizophrenia. The 49-year-old's received a suspended sentence for sending the actress thousands of emails and turning up at her door. And a man still being questioned after a suspected firearm and suspicious device were found outside St James's Hospital in Leeds. Detectives think there's no wider risk to the public. Those are the headlines. More news at five. Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. No weather warnings tonight. Always good to see staying dry this evening and tonight with clear spells until later in the night. Temperatures dipping to about 2 Celsius this evening. Much of tomorrow is going to be dry, cloudy, but a fresh to strong southerly wind. Top temperature tomorrow 7 degrees. Uh, sunrise tomorrow morning is at 8.23, sets tomorrow night at 4.37. The outlook Sunday will see spells of rain and drizzle, still with a stiff southerly wind, temperatures rising to about 9 degrees. 
Uh, high water today, uh, 10.24 p.m. tonight, 6.8 metres. Uh, low water tomorrow is at 4.52 in the morning, uh, down to 1.2 metres. And then later on, uh, high water tomorrow morning, 10.44 at 6.7 metres. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com. The health minister says he agrees with concerns that an annual report on the island's health service is lacking in detail. Arbury, Castletown and Maloo member Tim Glover also feels Manx care is too centred around Nobles Hospital, where there are numerous other health providers across the island. Laurie Hooper says when it comes to transforming the health service, they need to start where the risk is. You start with Nobles, you start looking at some of those uh, big picture areas. The challenge, I think, is knowing that the only way to really resolve the funding pressures and the staffing pressures and all the other issues we know we have, the only real way to resolve that is to enhance our primary care through what's called a primary care at scale model, which is basically pushing more care into the community, uh, making better use of GPs, of pharmacists, of MIU and Ramsey, of all the other facilities we have around the island. That is part of the long-term journey. Uh, The challenge, of course, is it's not going to happen quickly. And I think that's always something that I try and highlight when I talk to Timor members is we know that we've done a lot already in the last 12 months. We know that this is not a quick fix. It is going to take a number of years to get us to where we need to be. Uh, And in the intervening period, I think one member made a very good point that this is also an urgent problem because you know that people are trying to access the healthcare today. They can't wait five years for us to fix it. And so in some respects, it's like trying to change the wheels on the car while the car is still driving. Just touched on it a little bit in terms of primary care and GPs there. It's it's not something that is rectified overnight, but you, you said it yourself. Someone could be waiting for care. They can't see their GP right now. That's their immediate worry. Are you worried that just at the moment, while you're aiming to try and turn things around, that the island's health system is caught in a bit of a vicious cycle at the moment if GPs aren't available to people? I think that's been the case for quite a while. COVID hasn't helped. It's made things more difficult, uh, but I don't think the systemic issues that we're seeing today are new. They are issues that have been around for a while, which is why it is so important that we get them fixed, because we can't just keep living on that particular merry-go-round. We have to resolve these problems. It it isn't a a question of if. It has to be a question of when. A tribunal considering the payment of the island's former medical director will receive after being unfairly dismissed from her role has been hearing evidence from pension experts. The panel has been hearing from witnesses as it considers how much compensation Dr Rosalind Ranson will receive. Sean Cowper reports. Both parties called experts to discuss the sum they believe Dr Ranson would need to offset the loss of pension she'll experience due to her unfair dismissal. Dr Ranson's team brought in island-based actuary Neil Taverner, who discussed how issues like life expectancy and inflation could impact the calculation. He told the tribunal that having an occupational pension scheme typically increases a person's life expectancy by two years, something he said should be factored into Dr Ranson's payout. However, the expert called by the Department of Health and Social Care disagreed. Alison Hollywood, a director at PricewaterhouseCooper in Belfast, said she believes other factors need to be taken into account, such as the impact high-paid roles like Dr Ranson's have on stress levels. As a result, her report predicted a two-year shorter life expectancy, affecting the amount she predicts Dr Ranson will need to offset against her pension loss. 
Oliver Siegel KC, representing Dr Ranson, challenged this view, highlighting that there is no medical evidence to indicate Dr Ranson wouldn't reach an older age. Mr Siegel also suggested that Ms Hollywood's analysis was wrong, telling the tribunal it's no use telling someone they may die younger, so let's spend all the money now when they may live longer. Ms Hollywood conceded that an individual receiving a lump sum would have to invest more conservatively if they wanted to offset the risk of living longer, but stressed that the tribunal has to take the balance of probability into account. She insists the calculations she used in her submission factor in that Dr Ranson could exceed her life expectancy, but Mr Siegel told the hearing he doesn't believe that to be the case. Having lost a day earlier this week due to the weather conditions, the tribunal has now adjourned until March when medical experts are scheduled to give evidence. You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio. Braddon Parish Commissioners has called the Department of Infrastructure's Highway Charter pie in the sky. The charter aims to set standards across all local authorities on hedge cutting and gully sweeping tasks, which were previously carried out by the DOI. Chair of Braddon Commissioners Andrew Jessup spoke to Emma Draper. I have no problem with trying to set high targets, but if they have to be achievable, and I think uh, the DOI are expecting us to actually do something 10 times better than they ever achieved themselves in the past uh, few years is is just uh, it's pie in the sky so you know expecting us to f- follow this current sort of aspirational um, set of guidelines is is just you know not going to happen because the cost of pro- providing that service is just going to be astronomic so um, I think they'll have to come back with something far more reasonable and uh, we can then perhaps uh, sit down and discuss with them and come up with a a sort of compromise scheme. And do you think that'll happen? Well, the alternative is we just say that you're uh, you're responsible for the highways. Um, Bye-bye. Two weeks on from their last match, FC Alaman returned to action at the Bowl this Saturday with arguably their toughest test to date. They'll face NWCFL Premier Division League leaders Vauxhall Motors on Saturday evening. Ravens interim manager Paul Jones knows it'll be tough, but thinks his players will relish the challenge of being the underdogs. Yeah, it'll be a difficult test. You know, I think I have sat here before and playing against some of the top teams in the league and we, we tend to push them quite close and do quite well and have done since we've been formed really you know I think we like that underdog tag a little bit you know and that's an Isle of Man thing not just an FC Isle of Man thing so you know there's maybe a little bit of a less expectation on the players on themselves as much as um, the spectators might have on them so hopefully that frees them up a little bit to just go and perform and just execute their roles and their jobs and we can push Vauxhall Motors close um you know, we know we can compete with the best teams in the league. We have done in, in periods and in some instances gone and beaten them as well. So, you know, I'm really expecting the lads to rise to the occasion. I'm hoping that there's a big crowd down supporting them on. Now's the time really to, to get to, to get behind the players. It's easy to come and support when the players are doing well and when we're up at the top of the league and when winning cups. But, you know, a football club really does need its supporters to be right behind it and the players do, especially when things are a little bit difficult. You know, we've got our heads together. We know what we need to do. And we'd love to have the support of the community and a good group of people down on Saturday. Looking back to early in the season when you play Vauxhall Motors away, um, only a 2-1 defeat to the side, as we now know, our league leaders. And there was a feeling at the time that FC Alman could have actually gone on to win that game. So do you feel that Vauxhall Motors can still be got at? I think any team in this league can still be got at. You know, you look at some of the results 
from midweek even and you know some of the big teams are, are maybe dropping points they might think um, you know we beat Avro away and you know Avro lost to a team in and around us over the week so I think every team is is beatable in this league on any 90 minutes I've firmly believe we're capable of beating any team in this league and, and Foxhall Motors are no exception Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company Ben McCree left Haysham at quarter past two and should be in Douglas in about uh, 18 minutes time at six o'clock uh, quick turn around back out 7.45 heading to Haysham should be in Haysham Harbour around about half past 11 and then at 2.15 the overnight sailing from the Ben uh, back into Douglas Harbour around about 6 o'clock tomorrow morning uh, for more information head to manxradio.com click onto news and then click onto travel follow the steam packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information A local footballer is heading to northern Sweden today to take part in cold weather training ahead of a trek to the Arctic Circle. Rianne Evans has more. Shannon, along with 12 hardy others, is set to take on the challenge in March with the aim of raising £50,000 for Al Lissom. She says the charity is one close to her heart. My mum suffers from bipolar and depression and I've been a carer for her since the age of, age of 12. So to be doing it for such a great charity that supports mental health I just felt like it was a a great opportunity to be able to support such great work that they do. So we've been given an itinerary with what it'll involve so it's more kind of our winter and technical skills so it'll be things with you know to do with our kit how to just basic things in terms of how to put a glove on um, cooking building shelters and it's gonna uh, entail a a self-rescue from a frozen lake which um, should I expect it's going to be live streamed on Facebook as well so for those that follow the Expedition Limitless 2023 page on Facebook you'll be able to see that live. Our lessons head of marketing is Simon Wormsley. Arctic exploration is an expensive thing and we we definitely don't want to exclude anyone for financial reasons so the the, the model that we've come up with is an interesting way to, to approach this where we don't want to take away from any money's raised from the charity so what we're what we're asking businesses to do is to look at this as a potential opportunity to sponsor either a individual or a couple of individuals. In return, they'll get their logos on their equipment, on their jackets, on their pulks that they'll pull. They'll get their flag that will be taken on the 110-kilometre expedition. Um, and most importantly, perhaps, those young people that come back to the workplace um, will have a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience which will completely change their resilience levels. And hopefully, when things like uh, you know Mental Health Awareness Week comes out around they'll be happy to speak about their own experiences of the expedition and what it did for their mindset and their resilience. Manx Radio Business Briefing. UK and European markets nudged higher with the outlook for the monetary policy still firmly in focus. The dollar soared after the Bank of Japan governor repeated that the central bank will maintain its ultra-loose monetary policy amid speculation an imminent shift is coming. Oil rose spurred largely by brightening economic prospects for China and resulting expectations of a boost of fuel demand in the world's second biggest economy. Gold prices moved lower but were on track for a fifth consecutive weekly gain amid anticipation of slower rate hikes from the US Federal Reserve and fears of possible recession. In equity markets, power generator SSE rose after it upgraded annual earnings expectations as high
higher gas prices and better storage offset lower than expected renewables output. Close Brothers slid after the merchant bank said it would be setting aside a further 90 million against bad loans from Novitas and that the performance of winter flood securities continues to be hit by the slowdown in trading activity in higher margin sectors. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. FTSE 100, uh, the close was 7750, up 0.3%. Uh, DAX also up 0.76% at 15033. At uh, the close, Dow Jones uh, was uh, a 0.49% at 33,208. S&P 500 also up 0.96% at 3,396. And the Nasdaq uh, was at 1.52% up at 11,017. Exchange rates, a pound will get you $1.237 and it will also get you 1.141 euros. And commodities, gold per troy ounce uh, finished down 0.29% at $1925 and Brent crude oil per barrel uh, was up 0.57% at 86 spot $80. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So, if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Of Man Water Sports weather with Manx glass and glazing. So on Saturday, uh, the weather going to be cloudy and mostly dry, patchy rain and drizzle in the evening. Sunday, cloudy with outbreaks of uh, light rain at times, and it's the information that you will need if you're sailing, kayaking, windsurfers, paddleboarding, sea swimming, diving, or even surfing this weekend. Uh, Saturday, uh, wind south four or five, increasing five or six late morning. Wave height one to two meters, wave period four to six seconds, and the high tide will be at 10:44 uh, and 11:15 p.m. on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, uh, wind south five or six, wave height one to two meters, wave period five to six seconds, and the high tide on Sunday will be at 11:35 a.m. Visit the Banks Glass and Glass website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source and Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. Now, when the weather is rough and windy, seals, particularly young pups, make their way onto the island's beaches for rest. Fortunately, the Manx Wildlife Trust has a number of volunteer seal sitters to keep an eye on them. Dr Laura Howe is the charity marine officer. She explained to Lewis Foster what you should do if you see a seal hauled up on the beach. Seals need to come and haul up to rest, to digest their food and things like that. But the young seals, so the juvenile seals that would have been born at the end of last year, are 
aren't the best of swimmers. It takes them a little time to kind of find their feet, so to speak, or I should say flippers. So they'll quite often haul up, particularly in the stormy weather, to rest and recover and just have a break from the the strong waves and wind that we've been experiencing lately. And we saw that one, it was quite a young pup on uh, on Port Erin, I believe. Yeah, so that's a prime example. Um, that's a juvenile from, from last year that's found a really nice, comfortable beach that's out of the way of the wind and the waves to rest, maybe just not quite aware of not the best place, maybe. And how long do they typically stay on beaches when they have hauled themselves up? So usually, um, it quite often just a few hours, maybe overnight. It depends really, depending on how bad the weather is and how long it's been, you know, consistently windy for. But usually a few hours to an overnight stop. And the seal pop import, Erin, there was some seal sitters, as they're named. Uh, look, keeping an eye on it and a bit of help from police as well, putting some barriers up uh, around it just to keep people away. What is the advice if somebody does spot a seal out on a beach somewhere? Give them plenty of space. Most of the time, as I've said, they're there hauling up, resting, digesting their dinner, having a, a bit of a rest from the weather. So keep your distance. That's that's the best advice. Um, however, should you feel concerned about them, they may have got a few injuries from being sort of knocked against rocks or when they've been hauling themselves out. You know, do get in touch with Manx Wildlife Trust and we would send one of our seal sitters to, to go out and check on them. And our sitters are amazing. Um, they're a team of volunteers who go out and keep an eye on our seals and make sure that they are safe and well and just need a rest. Manx Radio Sport. Rob Pritchard has the sport for us tonight. Fast am I, Rob? Fast am I. Good evening. Starting tonight with football and the first round of the GH Call at Woods Cup makes up part of a busy schedule of fixtures lined up again tomorrow. Three games in that competition kicking off at 1.15 on Saturday. Douglas and District host St Mary's. Colby are at home to Castletown and Michael United face Douglas Athletic. Elsewhere, league fixtures from the Canada Life Men's Premier League down to Canada Life Combination 2 all take place from 2pm. Among the ties, Premier League leaders Peel face a potentially tricky test away at Union Mills, whilst undefeated Corinthians welcome Douglas High School Old Boys to Banner Fletcher. Meanwhile, it's a busy schedule of rugby for the Isle of Man once again this weekend, including for Douglas, who face a mammoth task at Portashee on Saturday. They host Regional 2 Northwest leaders and Selmians, who racked up a substantial victory over the Manx side earlier in the season. Manx Radio rugby correspondent Dave Christian thinks how Anselmians turn up could play a big part in Douglas's overall chances of a result. If Anselmians come here not quite ready for it, they've got a sporting chance, but uh, I think on a sliding scale of eminently winnable to uh, real outsiders, you've got to take at least on the, the stats, Douglas are real outsiders this week. However, you never discount them with that home advantage. Elsewhere, Vagabonds ladies travel to play Eccles in the women's NC1 Northwest this weekend and two games in the second round of fixtures in the new Ravenscroft Manx Trophy this weekend at QE2 and Morag Park at 2.15. And finally, the second week of the 2023 men's and ladies Manx hockey season gets underway on Saturday. Games across the respective divisions, including several intra-club derbies, which could catch the eye. This weekend sees Vikings A begin their defence of the ladies' Premier League title against local rivals Backers A. Manx Radio hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham thinks it'll be a close battle. This will be a really big game, I reckon. Backers A always give Vikings A a good challenge, but then Vikings A reigning champions from last season, and I'm sure they want to keep their champion status uh, this season. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. 
Nothing being reported on the uh, roads at the moment. Uh, all looks well down at the airport. Everything showing currently on time. And uh, the roadworks, uh, usual suspects in Balasala, Crossag Road and also Balthane Roundabout, Douglas, uh, Johnny Watson's Lane and Derby Road in Laxey. The uh, Ballacollister Road closed still at the Craig Bar and in Solby Temporary Lights on the Solby Glen Road near to the turn for the Claddocks. Massimo Tyres, budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle safe and legal. Only available at... Peel Commissioners has raised its rates for the next financial year. The town rate currently sits at 264, but this will increase to 267 pence in the pound. Chair of Peel Commissioners, Vori Heaton, says the local authority have kept the rise as low as possible. Peel Commissioners is putting their rates up. Um, would you like to explain why? Yes, we made the decision this evening at our board meeting that we would increase our town rate um, from 264 uh, to 267 pence in the pound, which is a 1% increase. We're very, very aware that um, many people are struggling um, in terms of uh, the cost of living, particularly in terms of energy charges. So we have kept this as low as possible. This will actually um, increase our budget, the Commissioner budget, by £11,770, um, which we will be using for the good of Peel. There are certain things that we have to maintain in terms of uh, Peel Town, um, and we have kept it as low as possible. Um, last year, we did make an increase of um, 7p in the pound. Um, the Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wint. Uh, there, it's not Andy Wint, in fact. Uh, there's been an upsurge of interest in people wanting to learn Manx Gaelic in the last 30 years. Culture Vannin's Manx Language Development Officer is Ruth Kegan-Gell. She says it's a real achievement that we need to continue fighting to protect and use Manx. It's something unique to the Isle of Man, our Manx language, and it's something that I think the value of it can't be overstated, so we should really look to preserve, promote, protect and and really above all shout about it. When I was younger it certainly wasn't as popular as it is now and I'm seeing more and more young people getting involved in the language of course since um, the establishment of things like the Bunskol Gilgach which started in 2001. We've got an increase in young people speaking the language and also going into being young adults, you know, the the first cohort of the Bunskull, they're in their sort of um, early mid-twenties now and they are advocates for the language. But not just only the Bunskull, but also the um, children who've gone through primary and secondary state schools um, around the island who've had access to Manx language teaching through the Inad Gilgach, which is the Manx language peripatetic team. That, and along with adult language teaching and other community-based initiatives and government support have really seen um, this upsurge of interest. And we now have over 2,200 people who have knowledge of Manx Gaelic, which is fantastic. And we're hoping that this will increase in the next census as well. I think it's really important to look after and to put time and energy into Manx because it's something that has been here for over one and a half thousand years. It is a much older language in terms of being on the island than English is. English has only been here a few centuries, really. And even until, you know, sort of the 1800s, Manx was the dominant language. And so why shouldn't we promote it? Why shouldn't we protect it and use it? 
That's it for update, compiled by the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Simon Richardson and producer Rian Evans. After the news at six tonight, Friday Sport Preview with Rob Pritchard. Greatest hits with Chris Kinley is at 6.30. Sweet and Swing with Howard Kane at nine. After hours with Rian Evans at ten. If you're an update podcast listener anywhere in the world at any time of the day or night, thanks for making Update the Alamans most subscribed to news podcast. Whatever you're doing tonight, keep well, stay safe. days we know you can run your business from anywhere and virtual meetings are fine but there are times when you need to talk to someone face to face especially when it comes to accountancy services we also know that the manx mile is actually three normal miles and if you live in the north a trip down south can take all day so now shimon wilson has opened a satellite office in ramsey for the convenience of clients in the north of the island to arrange an appointment in douglas or ramsey contact us online or call shimon wilson on 627744 It's time to fibre charge your broadband with Manx Telecom. Our all-inclusive Wi-Fi promise means guaranteed average speeds and our lowest latency. Perfect for gaming. With personalised expert installation, unlimited home support and next day fix. Plus lifetime equipment replacement too. Visit mt.im forward slash fibre and fibre charge your home with Manx Telecom. Love the style? Love the savings at Paradise and Gal. The winter sale is on now with new ideas, new looks and incredible reductions of up to 30% on the latest collections and our best sellers. Sofas, dining ranges, bedroom and much more. Come and find the new year, new look you'll love in the Paradise and Gal winter sale on now at Michael Street Peel. People of the Isle of Man, are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Well, wait! You need to talk to the conveyancing team at LVW Law. LVW Law! They've over 20 years of experience and know what they're talking about. They're friendly and efficient. Do not buy or sell a property without calling LVW Law on 836757 for a no-obligation quote. LVW Law. TGI Fridays, Harry Ramsden's, Greg's, Chiquito. Now we bring their famous food direct to you from ShopRite's freezers. No defrost, no prep, no waste. Exclusive brands at ShopRite Douglas.